This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Friday. It's a meat Friday at that. And in case you're wondering, what's on the menu? Well, it's tacos. We got steak tacos, barbecue pork belly tacos, loaded grilled chicken tacos... Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Say hello to our newest affiliate. Hopefully they're still with us. The new 106.1, the ticket in New Orleans. And uh, we're there uh, live weekday mornings, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. until 11 a.m. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. By the way, the battle for Manchester is streaming live on Peacock, Man City, in the hunt for the fourth straight Premier League title, the Crosstown Rivals. They would love to play spoiler. It's Man City. It's Man United. That'll be Sunday, March 3rd at 10 a.m. Eastern, only on Peacock, which is where you can also watch this program. Download the app if you haven't done so. We'll head to the Combine. We'll talk to our good buddy, Lewis Riddick of the Mothership, get his thoughts on what's going on. So far this morning, you had Caleb Williams saying he wasn't going to do medicals for everybody, I think he'll do maybe for a couple, maybe just does one, and then he hands out that information or his agent does. But he didn't want to go through the whole medical process. It sounded worse or more alarming than what it turned out to be. Now, Marvin Harrison Jr., the Ohio statewide receiver, the, about uh, two hours ago, two and a half hours ago, was supposed to meet with the media, didn't show up, and that became sort of a big deal. But I'm going to caution you with... There's nothing going on in sports right now. There's no big story. So the media is going to be searching for something. And certainly at the Combine, aside from hand size for quarterbacks, there's probably not a lot of information right now. And they're looking for something. These are two marquee players. They might go, you know, Caleb will go probably number one overall. Marvin Harrison will go in the top five. So it's, it's news about Big-name players, not necessarily big news about big-name players. All right, Seton, poll question for the final hour of this program is going to be what? We might go with one off of uh, Joey Votto. Uh, Paul just sent this one over, but if you were a successful athlete that retired at age 35 with $50 million, would you travel, relax, uh, not work, 
Or would you do something to remain in the game? Would you coach, be a GM, etc., 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 etc.? Well, Joey Votto just joined us. He's 40 years of age, a former MVP, and he's waiting for the phone to ring. And it's probably not going to ring. And, you know, in real time, with a live interview, he's letting you know what that feeling is like. Here we are at the beginning of March. He's normally in a batting cage, in a uniform, getting ready to play and preparing for the season. And now the reality sets in. And this will for all of us. No matter what your job is, at some point, somebody's going to say, that's it. Now, if you can control it and say, I'm going to decide when I want to retire, good for you. But you know, most Americans don't have that opportunity. They're told, hey, this is it. Or you have to retire. Or we're replacing you. Joey Votto's coming to the realization in real time that, hey, I may have had my lasted bat in St. Louis, struck out, and got thrown out of the game. And that's how I end my career. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. I'm going to give you a name. All right? Give you a name. Chop Robinson. Okay? That's the name. Remember that name. Is this a rhyme time? No, or, no, no, no. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. I thought we just jumped into rhyme no, time no, no, real quick, I, and I was I, like, whoa, wait. I don't want to step Todd? on Todd's turf there of rhyme yeah. time. Let's see. I'm Cut. Just, I'm just uh, throwing out this name. Uh, I believe he's from Penn State, and uh, he uh, is turning some heads at the combine. Now, I'm not a big, oh, gosh, did you see what the guy did in shorts? Uh, but Chop Robinson... He uh, ran a four four nine. He's an edge rusher, and uh, they uh, he has uh, some you know impressive numbers that you might you know might translate to success. You know, I'm not saying he's Micah Parsons, but uh, his name is uh, Chomp, His nickname is Chomp Robinson. Yes, Paulie. His real name is Demian. I think D E M E I O U N Chop Robinson. Okay. Huh. Right. Went to Maryland, then Penn State. Yeah. 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 So. Just throwing his name out there as somebody that, uh, you know, a, uh, a source who's there at the Combine said, hey, you know, here's one of those guys that would be fun to watch, see where he goes in the draft. Yes, Paul. That's a great defensive end edge rusher nickname, Chop Robinson. It sounds... Well, it sounds like you're going to do that to him. Right. Whenever like, you... Hey, Tommy, you got a Chop Robinson. Wait, what do you want me to do? Chop Robinson. What, what, what do you want me to do to him? When he was a baby, he, his parents said he looked like a pork chop, and they uh, cut it to chop. <laughs> There you go. I like that. Good stuff. So we don't really have headlines today. Um, you know, still have the combine going on. And uh, I did watch Spurs, Oklahoma City last night. Uh, say goodnight to any possibility of uh, anybody else winning Rookie of the Year over Victor Wembayama. It's over. And it may have been over before last night, but going head-to-head with Chad Holmgren, it's over. It's over, Johnny. Victor Wembayama. And he at times makes it look so easy, and it's not. But somebody that size, that athleticism, skill set, and I keep waiting, and I said this in the beginning when I watched him, I was waiting for him to understand the game, like the feel of being in the right position. Dennis Rodman is as good as anybody I've ever seen of finding the way to be in the right spot at the right time. It's what made him an unbelievable rebounder. He understood the game. And Dennis was never given credit for being a really smart player. But understanding how to play the game, I always talk about angles. 
being able so so you're not stationary or they're going to be physical with you you dictate as opposed to it felt like in the beginning the defenses were dictating what Victor Wambayama can do but he's fun to watch he's changing the game there's you know seeing Ralph Sampson when Ralph played and maybe Ralph could have been this had injuries but uh you're watching a really really highly skilled basketball player not highly skilled big man Highly skilled basketball player. Yeah, Paul. He's averaging 21 points. I got him at, uh, let's see, rebounds, 10 rebounds, three assists, three blocks. Preseason, there were some over-under bets you could make on him. Mm-hmm. 18 and a half was the over-under on his points for the season. Eight and a half was his over-under for rebounds. Uh, 2.9 was his over-under for blocks. He is well over in every category. I would have taken the over in blocks and the over in rebounds. Points, I probably wouldn't have. I probably would have thought he would have been right around an 18-point-per-game guy. But he plays on a bad team, and they do need him to score. And that's the hard part. Sometimes when you're watching, and it's like you got a car with a great engine, but you have flat tires, and it's all banged up. I mean, that's the Spurs. you got Wimbayama, and that's a, a Lamborghini engine, but the rest of the car is a Pinto. It's a Hornet. Uh, Stat of the day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Get a couple of phone calls. Uh, Michael in Iowa. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind today? Hey, going back to this Caitlin Clark thing, if you'll indulge my math here. So she averages 20 shots a game, 30 games, four years. Uh, I believe that's 2,400 shots. People are going to compare it to Pete. Pete played three years, averaged over 40 shots. So... I think that's 3,600 shots. Mm-hmm. So Pete has taken 1,200 more shots over his three-year career than Caitlin has over her four-year career. And I don't understand the pushback on her accomplishment and what she's done and why people, you know, just can't celebrate it for what it is. Well, you know, we want to compare, uh, you know, when somebody says, well, she hadn't won a title, she's not great, uh, Pete didn't have the three-point line. I just appreciate what I see. It's when you get into these tricky kind of generational arguments. Is she Pete Maravich? No. Uh, but what she's done, like just judge her on what she's doing in her sport. Although I think we're, it's when somebody starts to threaten other players and uh, other sports or you know a different generation that's when i know they've really made an impact when all of a sudden we're getting territorial with well hold on about pete merriman okay i saw pete play he got to shoot as much as he wanted to uh and yes he didn't have a three-point shot and pete would have used the three-point shot because he was a deep shooter caitlin clark is changing basketball before our very eyes just appreciate it. It's okay. She may not win a title. Probably won't. But she's left an impact on a sport that's really hard to leave impacts. When you think about it, prior to Steph Curry, was it Michael? Do we give LeBron credit or Kobe? I mean, it, you change the sport. The road games. She's selling out buildings. People waiting in line. The impact that she's having may not be realized for another 10 to 12 years when you're going to have younger players say, you know what, she was an inspiration to me. She, 
she made me want to, or I play this way because of. That's what happened with Steph Curry. He's still impacting players. Uh, Andrew in Iowa. Hi, Andrew. Hey, DP. Shout out to Nick in Michigan. Hey, Marv. I hope I can give you a high five someday. Mm, okay. And mm-hmm. we've reached the moment, and there's nobody better than you to make this happen. DP Nation would love to see your graffiti artist paint a mural of Kate and Clark on one of your gym walls in the man cave. Mm. Would you consider replacing Harden for Clark, squaring up against Curry, <laughs> or just give her her own spot? Maybe it's time, Dan. Make it happen, Golden Boy. All right. Let me see what I can do. You know, take that under consideration. I'd have to get a graffiti artist, Arcy, to uh, come in. Yes, Marv. I'm with them because James Harden's been on eight different teams <laughs> since the Rockets, so I'm good That'd with be that. Sick. I know. That'd I, be awesome. I did put him up there guarding Jerry West, and then people say, "Why would you have Harden playing defense?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know. I just wanted to have matchups in the Fieldhouse. The matchups are matchups that never happen. It's LeBron against Mike. It's Shaq against Wilt Chamberlain." It's uh, Tom Brady throwing a pass to Dwight Clark. Lawrence Taylor is uh, trying to sack him. And then I put Jerry West in there with James Harden. I wanted to have Jerry West in there. But that's that was sort of the philosophy. Then I have Babe Ruth and Jackie Robinson uh, together in one of the murals. Yes, Paul? If we do one for Caitlin Clark, let's put it way deep in the parking Ooh. lot, in the back of the parking lot, far away from the basket as mm. far as possible. Mm. Okay. All right, well, I'll take it under consideration. I'd have to figure out if we're able to, uh, you know, the, the process of painting over what we already have. Yes, Marv. So you put Caitlin Clark and Steph Curry both shooting jumpers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Sorry, James Harden. No, but I'd like to do that so people can see how to shoot a jump shot, what your jump shot should look like. Yes, Seton. You think uh, that would that Heck would yeah. help the inspiration out there? Possibly. All right, I'm, sure. I'm going to take that under consideration. Maybe we'll reach out to our uh, graffiti artist and uh, street artist who'd like to come in and uh, give me a uh, maybe a quote. Yes, uh, yes, Pauline. Or no, uh, Seton? If I had known that you were supposed to shoot the ball on your fingertips instead of the palm of your basketball, I, I probably would have been D1. Oh, you would have. <laughs> I mean. Okay. I say humbly. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> sort of a DJ Augustine type. Okay. Comes. Oh, that's what you would have yeah, been like? Yeah. What a pull. Okay. What a pull. I, I thought you would have been like more of a God Sham God oh, kind of guy. Okay. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Marvin. You know what? <laughs> humbly. Humbly. I, I say humbly. Humbly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so we should have the unveiling of the new painting of Caitlin Clark. Mm. May 14th, when Caitlin Clark comes in. To Connecticut? To Connecticut. Mm. And we can unveil it mm. when she comes into the studio. I'm already putting this out here. Okay. She comes in. Let's put it this way. If she comes in, I'll get a mural painted. All right. Okay. I mean, we got to let her know that. That, that we, would help. We, yeah. <laughs> but I can't. I mean. Do we have to pay for the image and likeness, but yeah. not the name part of it, since there's no... That's the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to open up you know, a can of worms here, have somebody say, well, wait a minute. Did you get permission to put that up there? Let's shout out to our people in Iowa. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, come on, Iowa. Let's go. Get Caitlin uh, up here on the Wall of Fame. Absolutely. Barry in Santa Fe. Good morning, Barry. What's on your mind? 
Good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. Uh, Dan, I have to uh, put an end right now to the smear campaign and misinformation you're spreading about retirement. Oh, okay. Uh, you're right. You are Mr. Retirement. When did you retire? What age, Barry? Uh, uh, 59. Okay. And uh, th- this whole silly notion that traveling the world and playing golf all day and uh, listening to ball games in a hammock to get boring is nonsense. Okay. Uh, in, four, in four and a half years, when you're ready, we'll sit down, I'll uh, show you the ropes, and trust me, you will not regret it. Well, I can't do the same ropes that you climb, Barry, because you're single. Well, that that's not the point. You find what you do. If you have a curious mind and uh, you're able to chill, there's no other lifestyle, my friend. Yeah, I can't chill. That's the problem. That is that is the issue. When we go on when we used to go on vacation when I was working at Sports Center, I never relaxed. I couldn't because I was always used to being on Sports Center. And at the end of the vacation, you know, my wife would go, you know, I wish you had more fun and relaxed. And I go, no, I did. In my mind, I'm happy. And she was like, you seem miserable. I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. It's terrible going on vacation. I couldn't chill. Won't be able to do that when I so-called retire. Uh, I'll have to have a few things to fill in there. Yes, Paul. I had a grade school buddy. I haven't thought about this in a while. I, I ran into him when I was about 33 in New York City. I said, what are you doing now? He goes, oh, I'm retired. I'm like, excuse me? He was a very high-end investment guy and made just a truckload of dough in 10 years. Mm-hmm. I saw him again about 12, 13 years later. He was probably 42, 43, 44. He was doing the same exact thing. He went right back to the business world. And I was like, oh, did you hit tough times? He goes, boredom. Yeah. I was bored. He goes, I just want to be back in the game. And he's doing the same exact investment, real estate type stuff, but it was just boredom. He didn't need the money. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going I'm, I'm to retire from doing this on a daily basis, but I'm not going to retire from radio, podcasts, that kind of stuff. You know, maybe there's something down the road, but as far as the daily, you know, I just want to make sure that I go out and I'm still at, you know, a certain level. And there's part of it. That's part of it is a fear of not being on top of your game, and uh, I worry about that. Yeah, I want it to be compelling. I want it to be great. Uh, I want the guys who work with me to want to be great. So there's probably a little bit of a fear of, man, I don't know, slipping a little bit here. All right, uh, let's see. We'll head out to the uh, combine here. Our good buddy Lewis Riddick will stop by. And uh, we'll take a break on this Meet Friday. Back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments 
where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. More phone calls coming up. LeBron talks about closing in on 40,000 career points. How amazing is that? 40,000. Also, the Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble podcast. You had Bad Larry, Shea and Irving, and Dylan, the graphics guy. They took the Wonderlick test yesterday, and we had some surprising results. I'll have that information for you coming up. He is Lewis Riddick, our good buddy from the mothership. He is in Indianapolis at the Combine, former Washington and Eagles director of uh, pro personnel, and of course a former NFL defensive back. Part of uh, Sports Center's coverage, NFL Live as well. And uh, Lewis joins us. How important is this whole process, the scouting process, to the draft? It's important, Dan, because it's another, it's another piece of the puzzle. And probably one of the most important pieces in regards to, one, obviously, player health, because all 32 teams' medical staffs are here, and they all get to put their hands on you, so to speak, and take a look at you, although I guess from what I hear, maybe that some players don't even want to do that now at this point. And number two, 
it gives you a chance to really outside of the senior bowl, which was the first opportunity, this is your second opportunity now to kind of sit in a room in a formal interview setting in front of maybe like in the case of Washington, your owner, general manager, the head coach, the coordinator, the position coach, maybe the area scout, college scouting director. And they have like 15 minutes to try and peel back some of the layers real quick about who you are and get to know you a little bit in a face-to-face, in a face-to-face way. Now, some people don't put a whole lot of emphasis even on that anymore simply because in these 15 minutes these kids are so scripted sometimes it's almost like talking to a wall it's like talking to a robot i've been in some of those meetings where it's just like we just wasted 15 minutes of our time but are you asking football questions or real world real life questions a little bit of both it's a little bit of both i think from the real world perspective then you you should go in there knowing pretty much 95 percent of what this guy is about from a behavioral standpoint from a character standpoint so so nothing in this meeting actually shocks you i guess what would would shock you in this in these kind of meetings is when a guy kind of lies about something that you already know know about and you just want to see if he'll be truthful about it that's probably a bigger red flag than finding out new information is when someone lies and misrepresents who they are i've been in those situations too where man it's been an immediate turnoff, maybe even removing a guy off the board because of the fact that you just know you can't trust him. If you were in with Caleb Williams, and let's mm-hmm. say you were still in a uh, you know front office position, mm-hmm. what do you want to ask Caleb Williams? I, I really want to ask him about like what's the structure of his life going to be like as far as the kind of people who are advising him, who are going to influence his daily decisions as far as, you know, um, how he is going to integrate himself into the community of the place where you know he gets drafted to who's coming along with him how are they what role are they going to kind of play in his life as far as again managing his his mindset as it relates to his career managing his mindset as it relates to endorsements managing his mindset and and kind of like shaping his mind mindset as far as his personal life see those are all the things all those distractions i don't want to say distractions but all those life things I've seen those kind of things derail uber-talented players more so than a scout or scouting director or a team getting it wrong about a player from a physical perspective. You'd wanna, all those life things mess people up more so than anything. You want to know the infrastructure of the That's player right. you're going to – and certainly if you're going to take a quarterback, certainly if you're going to take somebody number one overall. That's right. Because and, – and it's hard, man. It's It's hard to sometimes get – at the authentic individual because they are so programmed and coached up to kind of keep it so vanilla that you can't really get a good feel for it. And so, you know what? So sometimes you almost have to go, you know, you almost have to play a little bit of a game of cat and mouse with these dudes. Like, so you're like, for instance, you bring a guy in for a top 30 visit into your organization to into your, you know, in your home facility, the guy who goes and picks up that guy, a lot of times you're downloading information from that person about how were they when they got in the car? Who were they on the phone with? What were they having conversations about? How did they treat you? Were they complaining about the fact that maybe they weren't in first class or that, you know, the car that you're picking them up in isn't nice enough? Because I've been involved in that too. And then that guy who's like complaining and moaning and constantly just being a pain in the ass, to be quite honest with you, well, as soon as they get to your facility, then it's yes, sir, no, sir. I'm just happy to be here, sir. I love it here, sir, et cetera, et cetera. And you're sitting there going, but the person who just picked him up, who was an intern, tells you this guy was insufferable. 
He complained the whole time. He was like, I, he was on the phone telling his family, I hope to God I don't get drafted there. <laughs> I, we've had that happen. Is this a real story? Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I'm not going to say who it was, but it absolutely is. Did you draft him? No. And he wound up kind of busting out of the league after being a, um, a day two draft pick. Who some who many thought would be a day one draft pick, mm. he busted out of the league pretty quickly. Talking to Lewis Riddick of the Mothership, he's at the combine in Indianapolis. Uh, hand size still matter? That's going to be a big deal uh, when the numbers come out uh, today or tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to quarterbacks, for sure, man. Because ball security, right? Every week, what's the number one thing you probably hear analysts talk about all the time? Turnovers, coaches. What do they talk about? Turnovers, guys with little hands who put the ball on the ground. I mean, it freaks it freaks scouts out because what they're what they're saying. Look, they don't ever scouts and GMs never want a paper trail coming back to them that points to something that they overlooked and or didn't put enough emphasis on that ultimately winds up costing the team games. And quarterbacks putting the ball on the ground because they can't grip it in all kinds of weather. That's one of the easiest things in the world to kind of like obviously assess in terms of hand size. I mean, you, you ever you 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 know Russell? Will you ever shake Russell Wilson's hand? It's yeah. huge. Yeah, it's gigantic. He doesn't have a whole bunch of ball security issues throughout the course of his career, and he throws in all kinds of weather. So yeah, that that's still going to be a big deal. Why does it feel like Sean Payton wants to move on from Russell Wilson? Where, where he, where's the magic that Russ once had? You know. You know, like as as people, man. Like sometimes we we just have these, you know, the, these the, these preferences as far as how we, you know, what kind of people that we jive with and what kind of. People oh, so this is a personality with. conflict. Yeah, absolutely, believe it is. Absolutely, it's followed Russ around too much yeah. for it not to be for for it not to have some truth to it. Yeah. Right, I mean, too many people point to the fact that man, the guy's become real corporate. He seems so programmed. He seems so full of himself. Even if that's not true, that's the vibe you get from him. And some look, you know, Sean's Type A, right? Sean's like Mister Ultimate Alpha. I control everything. There's no way that's going to mix. There's no way. And you, the kind of outburst that he had on the sideline with a guy. I mean, Russell Wilson has Hall of Fame statistics. Yeah. You don't yell at a guy like that the way he yelled at him. You just don't. The only guy who, who really got it, look, even Bill. Bill never, I never saw Belichick like publicly undress Tom Brady the way I saw Sean Payton undress uh, Russell Wilson this year. He may have done it in a team meeting room, but he never did it publicly to where it was like just flat out embarrassing. Yeah. That seems personal. All right. You're running the Bears. You're on the clock. What are you oh, doing? Boy. Here we go. Yep. Here we go. You know what? I'll tell you what. Man, see. All right, here's what I'm doing. If I have all the information like they have, and I do believe that it wasn't it, it wasn't only just Luke Getze that led to the underperformance of Justin Fields, but I felt as though Justin Fields' upside was lower than what I believe Jaden Daniels' upside is. Jaden Daniels is the guy I'm picking. Okay. Every year, every quarterback gets a week where we we fall in love with them. This is this is Jaden Daniels' week. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Like last year, when the debate was raging about CJ versus Bryce, okay, and everyone was like, 
Bryce is magic outside the pocket. Bryce is magic outside of structure. Remember, don't forget, don't worry about this year. Think about his Heisman Trophy year. Bryce, 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 Bryce. With CJ, it was. CJ is the guy who just, you know, he benefited from all the weapons that he has. Ohio, Ohio State quarterbacks never turn out right. He messed up this whatever test that they gave him, and Houston didn't like him and all this stuff. I was one of those people who was like, look, there's something about CJ Stroud had some of the best throws I have ever. I have seen in a long, long time at Ohio State, and the people there who I trust gave me the straight and narrow about him. Jaden Daniels, the more people I trust are giving me the straight and narrow about him, how he's conducting himself here, and the way I watch his progression from Arizona State to just this past year, this Heisman Trophy year. This isn't just all of a sudden where I'm going, man, you know what? I think I kind of like this guy. No, I'm talking about the media. Oh, I got you. Is falling in love. Not you, but the media. Now Orlovsky said, oh, I would take him number one overall. It feels like there's this weekly moment. Like next week could be Drake May, where people are going to go, man, Drake May. Like we tend, well, we tend to do this because yeah. we got to have something to talk about. There, there, are some, there are some people in the media and otherwise, like Tim Hasselbeck. Oh, yeah. Swear by Drake May. Yes. Swears by him. Yeah. Uh, Annenbaum thinks that Drake May is going to be – could be like um, Justin Herbert. He thinks he re- reminds him of him. Um, quite honestly, what's funny is the guy who a year ago people were, and even this year to some degree were comparing to Patrick Mahomes, that being Caleb Williams, has all of a sudden started to fall out of favor. And we haven't played any games <laughs> in two months. And all of a sudden he's like, well, he's the third best now. That's how crazy this gets. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Exactly. Um but I wonder if you're the Bears and you really think that Jaden Daniels is equal, if not better, than Caleb Williams. Yep. How do you do that? How do you play Washington that Washington will will still trade up to get Caleb Williams? Like, you can't tip your hand, but right. you, you want Washington to give you something to go up to get Caleb Williams, even though you may not want to keep that pick uh, and take Caleb Williams. I, I think, you, you know what, that's where you start leveraging relationships, uh amongst you know the rest of the general managers and you quite honestly you say hey look is there one of these players that you want that you definitely want that you know that you're going to tell us who you're going to take you're going to tell us who you're going to take wait and so are you with the bear are you still with the bears I'm, and- I'm saying i'm with the bears okay so are you saying to washington if washington says this because cliff kingsbury's there right and cliff has coached caleb yeah and i don't want caleb i mean i take him but i would prefer Jaden. And I say, hey, look, who do you want? Who who are you? Do you are, and if they called me and said, hey, look, I want we want to get into into the number one spot because we want to draft Caleb, and our intel tells us, you know, that you're you're considering obviously taking him clearly, but we want to make sure we get our guy because that's who Cliff told us we need to take. I'd let him take. Then I would make the deal, especially if in my back of my mind, I like Jaden anyway. So go ahead and take him. If you want to assure yourself you can get him, go ahead. See, if I'm, really? I'm Washington, I would call your bluff and say, you take whoever you want, Chicago, oh. and we're going to take the next guy. But if but if you call me... No, and- I, I can't call you. I can't call you. I want you to call me because then I have a little bit more leverage. If I call you, I don't have leverage. That's true. But if you really want Caleb, you'll call me. I really want him. But, man, a consolation, I can't overpay if I think they're that close. I'm not going to overpay. We've seen too many teams that get desperate, and they do that, and I, yeah. I, I would not do that. 
That's true. But but you know what? Here here's the the only thing I would say though is this. When you have someone on the inside, and let's just assume that Cliff Kingsbury right now is hammering Dan Quinn and Adam Peters saying, Caleb is who we have to have. <laughs> I coached him. We can trust him. And they're like, well, we don't really know what Ryan's going to do. So you know what? Okay, let's. I'll, go, I'll give him a call and see you know, whether or not we can strike a deal so we can assure ourselves of getting him. As soon as, they, they, as, soon as my phone rings and I see it's Adam Peters, I'm going into, so what are you calling for, bud? What do you, you want to get up here? I'm not giving him any indication of what I'm thinking, and it may fall exactly the way I want. I get the guy I want, and I add some more draft picks, which would be ideal. Yeah, if you're the Bears, that would be great. If if you want Jaden Daniels, you want Washington to think you would still take Caleb, they'll trade right. up, you get, you get some draft capital, yeah. as we like to say, but eh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know what? I'm sure Ryan, if let's just assume that Ryan Poles would be thinking that. I mean, that's why you have to keep it vanilla. You have to keep it out. You have to constantly put out there that message of we're considering all options. Heck, we might even just keep Justin Fields. Of course, we like all the quarterbacks. Yeah, you want to keep it as <laughs> you want to say as poker face as possible. What did you think of the movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner? I've never watched it from beginning to end. I've never watched it. But it's about the front office and making decisions and then, you know, a, a coach. You know, I, I know, I don't know why. I just never wanted to sit down and see and, and watch Kevin Costner play out something that <laughs> I was going through in real life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, because you know what? I'll probably just get bitter and be like, that's not true. That's not true. Just be, you know, and be that old grumpy, get off my lawn. You don't know what you're talking about, guy. <laughs> Uh, have fun there in Indy. Always great to catch up with you. Thanks for joining us. Of course, man. Thank, thank you. That's Lewis Riddick, ESPN NFL college football analyst and uh, spent time in the NFL and a uh, few teams in the front office. So always a great person to talk to. Before we go to break, um, we did the Wonderlick test yesterday on Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble. And uh, you can, you can uh, listen to that at your own peril at danpatrick.com. So it's Shea and Irving, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Bad Larry, and here's a segment of Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble. Somebody had 34, somebody had 33, somebody had 25. I mean, if you were just going based on appearances, I would probably put Shay at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, appearances? Yeah. <laughs> what the, look at your... Are you saying he looks stupid? I mean, Yeah. <laughs> you look homeless, Dylan. I, Shay had a 25. See, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> he is stupid. Bad Larry had a 33. Dylan oh, had a 34. Yeah, uh, we did the Wonderlick test, and uh, Shay passed on all the math questions. Couldn't do it, Danny. So, <laughs> uh, and then Bad Larry was on the honor system. Because he wasn't in the room with uh, with Dylan. But Dylan got a 34, which is very respectable. Very respectable. All right, uh, let's take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learned, what's in store on Monday. It's a meet Friday. If you're watching on Peacock, we'll take a visit to uh, Traegerville and uh, see what's on the Traeger grills. Back after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody, game off. 
Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dad of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We'll get to uh, phone calls. Last call for phone calls. I mentioned that uh, we would hear from LeBron James. He was asked about 40,000 points. Does 40,000 mean anything to you? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't sit here and say no, because, I mean, of course, I mean, it's, it's a, no one has ever done it, um, you know, and um, for me to be in, in this position at this point in time in my career, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. Um, does it sit like at the, one of the top of my, you know, things I've done in my career? No, but um, does it mean something? Of course. Absolutely. Okay, here's something for you. So LeBron has 40,000 points. Larry Bird and Isaiah Thomas combined have 40,000 points. Scottie Pippen and Dwayne Wade together, 40,000 points. Allen Iverson and Magic Johnson have 40,000 points. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes. 
the stat of the day. LeBron is nine points away from becoming the first player in history to score 40,000 points. A couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Kevin in Texas. Good morning, Kevin. What's on your mind today? BP. Kevin. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just calling in just, just a couple things. Yeah, um, uh, about the combine, like you mentioned, the, the medicals, and you knowing from having 37 knee surgeries, they get to have their doctors pull and pry on your knee and push it to the very end. I know I've got friends that play in the league or have played in the league. You don't want to do that. Yeah, I completely agree with opting out. And the second thing is that you've mentioned this before, but the number one thing I would want to do is talk to the equipment guys, right? And yeah. shout out to the equipment guys at Nebraska who, who made that marvelous jersey. I see it on there. Jay, Pat, Eric, Brian, and Al. Uh, have a good weekend, boys. All right, Kevin. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes it's – and, you know, this is what Lewis Riddick brought up. The intern who's picking up somebody at the airport that you're thinking of drafting, and you might get a better indication of who he really is, who's he talking to on the phone, how does he treat you. When people say, hey, I watched an interview, somebody came into the studio, and, that boy, he seemed like a really nice guy. I said, I can tell who's a nice guy, a nice person, by how they treat the person who's bringing them in, the Danettes, a camera guy, somebody who's hooking up their microphone. They'll be nice to me. I'm doing the interview. But when they're nice to everybody else, you know, Will Farrell, nice to everybody. Sandler, nice to everybody. I mean, those are guys who've been on a lot. Brian Cranston, uh, they're just nice to everybody uh, from top to bottom. Uh, Clyde in Wisconsin. Hi, Clyde. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Uh, six foot, uh, 210. And uh, um, I got a solution for your uh, all-star defense. How about we have the three points as a subtraction, a five point at the half court for subtraction, and a two point inside the paint at the last two minutes of each quarter so that way now we Clyde, have... Clyde, 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 it's way too much. Way too, I, I, I can't think. I'm just here to enjoy the All-Star game. I would have players from the United States against players from around the world. That's Maybe you get some uh, you know, pride, patriotic pride, and you'll play a little bit harder. If not, then okay. I mean, it is what it is, as we like to say. By the way, Shohei Otani, the man of mystery... He got married, and nobody knew about it, even his manager, Dave Roberts. He said, uh, I'm very happy for him and his bride. As far as wedding gifts, uh, we got surprised and didn't have much time to think about it. And uh, I don't know. I wonder if he registered anywhere. (laughs) If I'm the Dodgers, I say, we gave you $700 million. (laughs) Why don't you go buy yourself some wedding gifts there? Uh, Brian in Indiana. Hi, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, uh, you guys are talking about... Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Dan, you guys are talking about adding Katie, Caitlin Clark to the, uh, the mural, which I think is a great idea. And I was just curious, between you and the Danettes, if, if you all had a chance to add a kind of a personal guilty pleasure addition to the mural, who, who would it be? Well, I know who it would be for Polly. It'd be Walter Payton. Marvin, uh, would it be Rip Hamilton? I'm going to go Rip, yeah. Okay. Seaton, if you could add a personal mural out there in the man cave, who would it be? Oh, it's Ricky Henderson. All right. I'm close. Todd, you would do? Heather Locklear followed by John Elway. Okay. (laughs) Well done. This day in sports history, Paulie, do you have one? I didn't know if Pam Anderson was available. I would have thrown that out there. Uh, 1941, Elmer Layden, named first commissioner of the NFL. Did not know that. 1949, Joe Lewis retired. A couple retirements. 
from boxing as the heavyweight champ, went out on top. 1969, Mickey Mantle announced his retirement from baseball. And here's a questionable one. In 1993, the expansion NHL team owned by Disney was named the Mighty Ducks. What we learned brought to you by Panini, hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, the only place to collect them all. Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Autograph cards, instant classics, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. A lot of fun this week. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The brilliant EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz available with digital light technology. So smart, even the headlamps are thinking. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQE SUV. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.